Welcome to Coffee with Courage. I'm a marriage and family therapist with a love for coffee, adventure, science, and who believes healing and love is for everyone. This podcast is for those who just want to learn how to care for their body, mind, and spirit. I will share my experiences as a wife, mom, friend, and give educational tips for self-improvement. Grab a cup of coffee and let your mind be filled with courage. Welcome back, Coffee with Courage lovers. Thank you for listening. I am super excited to be talking to you yet again. I know there's tons of podcasts that you could be listening to, yet you're choosing this one. So I'm grateful for you. Hopefully you have your drink in hand while you're driving or hanging out around your house, cleaning. I don't know about you, but sometimes I like to put my headphones on and listen to my podcast as I'm cleaning my house. Well, Whatever it is that you're doing, and you're doing it safely, I hope you have your drink in hand. I am drinking a Manhattan special, one of my favorite drinks ever. Let me tell you a little bit about this delicious beverage. My husband and I were in New York City, and we were specifically in Little Italy, which is a neighborhood in Lower Manhattan in New York City. And we stumbled upon this delicious little cafe where we had the most amazing dinner. And we were able to try a Manhattan special, which is a coffee soda, but it's an espresso coffee soda. It is uh, unbelievable. If you are a coffee lover, I know you are because you're listening to this podcast. (laughs) Uh, If you're a coffee lover, I highly recommend this drink. My husband likes to order me some and surprise me with um, a case of these Manhattan specials every so often. And I really take my time drinking them. I don't know if you have those type of drinks where you like to sip on them. And it's like very specific in your mind how you need to sip on them. Well, this is the drink for me. I have to be completely relaxed in a completely unstressed, un, you know, just com- just in a place of peace where I can enjoy my drink while while I'm reading a good book, while I'm watching a movie, while I'm talking to you guys on this podcast, something that brings me joy. And I associate joy moments with a Manhattan special. So you can order them online. Don't ask me how much they cost. I don't know. My husband's the one that usually uh, purchases them, but I can assume it might be costly just because they are shipping in all the way. Well, I'm in the edge of Texas, so it's costly from where I am. But if you're closer to New York City, uh, then I'm sure it's going to be less cost to you. But yeah, this drink arrives uh, fully, you know, cold and encased and they're all glass bottles and they do such an amazing job at shipping these. So that's what I'm drinking today, a Manhattan special. It is absolutely delicious. You won't regret it. Well, let's dive into our topic of today, which I just did a Spanish um, episode on this specific topic because it's so important. So I'm doing the English version, which is about gentle parenting. Parenting. What can I say? It is one of the hardest things I have ever done. And I've only been doing this for two years and a half. So yay to me. However, I have walked many journeys with or so many journeys with people who have been parenting in my whole career as a as a counselor. And 
I want to say that parenting is so hard. So if you are just beating yourself up because you think you're not doing it better or good enough or you go to sleep at night thinking, oh, did I screw up my kids? Let me tell you something. That is such a common parent thought. I have that almost every day. I know, like I said, sitting with people day after day and even talking to my own friends and family, I can tell you that that is a reoccurring thought in almost every single parent out there has these moments. Let's talk gentle parenting because a lot of times it's misconstrued and there's a lot of questions around it. So hopefully I will be able to clear those up today with a little bit of information. But if you do not, if after this episode, you still have questions, there's tons of research out there. Uh, with a specific discipline tactic, Dr. Siggy, who I follow on social media. Shout out to Dr. Siggy. You don't know me, but I know you, girl. And you are doing an excellent job. (laughs) She specializes in parenting, uh, specifically gentle parenting, which you can follow her on social media. She's the best. If you follow, follow my counseling page on Instagram, the Courageous Mind Counseling page, you will see a lot of her stuff because I like to share most of her tips on how to. Sometimes the word gentle parenting throws parents off and they automatically tell me, well, gentle, that's, I don't have gentle kids, so I can't be a gentle parent. Or yeah, I just, that's just a, a, a cop out where I can just tell my kid, yeah, they can walk all over me and be permissive. Gentle parenting is not a permissive parenting style. Gentle parenting does not mean you accept all of your child's behaviors. No, it actually means that you set boundaries, but you let your child express themselves. That's it. You're still saying no. You're still being the leader. You're still being a parent, but you don't shut down emotions. You don't allow kids to just go to bed confused or not knowing why they got yelled at or why they weren't allowed to do whatever it is that you're saying no to. That's it. That's the only difference. Gentle parenting comes from a place of giving children a voice, allowing your kids to express their frustrations, their anger, their hurt in healthy ways is important in this type of parenting because you're going to guide them in their feelings. You're modeling, you're teaching. And honestly, the hardest part of gentle parenting is controlling the self. (laughs) So like most parenting, if there's anything to take away from A good parent is a parent that can learn to control their own emotions and their own reactions to pushback. Just because your kid has a big emotion to deal with after you use the word no, doesn't mean that they get to act out bad or they can be rude or they can be harmful to themselves or even harmful to the parent. That is not at all what gentle parenting is about. I've often come across parents who think they're gentle parenting and they allow their kids to hit them or to yell obscenities or yell I hate you or I can't stand you get away from me or you know all of those hurtful and injurious comments that's not gentle parenting gentle parenting is allowing your kid to express themselves and teaching them safer better ways to regulate you have to teach the kid to express themselves safely And you do this by utilizing direct communication. So if my kid is angry and they hit me, I say, you don't hit me when you're angry. You can just say, I'm angry, mom. Or you don't have to yell ugly things to me or don't yell ugly things to me. You can say instead how you're feeling. So you're guiding the kid or the child to be able to have the language for it. Language is not part of them right now at that age 
or at this age range. Uh, as a little reminder, the adult brain does not finish forming until age 25. That means that under age 25, you don't have a fully developed brain. And reasoning is the last part of the brain to fully form or logic. So you're not dealing with a kid who has an extensive vocabulary, although there are kids who have very good language skills. You have to help them. You have to guide them in in order for them to be able to express what they're feeling instead of just exploding. Here's the hard truth. If your kid is exploding on you, yelling at you, hitting on you, or hitting you, or acting out in such an awful way, it is likely that it is a learned behavior. You know, you have to start checking yourself. Do I explode like this? Do I react like this in times of frustration? My kid is two and a half years old. She is watching everything I do. I have my own little spy. <laughs> she will question me. She will. She's the mirror that sometimes I do not want to face. When I see her have certain reactions, I know exactly where they're coming from. They're coming from me. And now I've had to rewire my brain to think before reacting. And that is a really hard process. And yes, you're going to mess up. But the important part is that you're catching yourself and you're repairing with your child. I yelled at my kid yesterday for doing something she wasn't supposed to. I yelled at her and and I told her, you know, don't do that. And I don't even remember what I said. But I could see that I had hurt her. And she's two and a half. Afterwards, I got down to her level and I said, I am so sorry. I shouldn't have yelled at you. You did not deserve to, to be scared by me. And I told her, I'm sorry. And the most beautiful thing happened. She looked at me and she said, I'm sorry for doing whatever it was that she was doing. I don't even remember. She apologized back. And that, oh, I was a bubble of tears after that <laughs> because my kid had learned to take responsibility at two and a half years old. After I repaired for her and I recognized that I had messed up, I modeled that for her. And I just encourage you to try and control yourself, to try and maintain composure. I know not all the time is this going to happen, but the more you as a parent have self-regulation or regulation of yourself, then your kids are more likely to have these coping skills and you can teach them effectively. You can't teach something that you don't master. It's really hard because then you're kind of faking it. So it in the process of learning how to manage your kid's behavior, you really are learning to manage your own. Here are the four elements for gentle parenting. These are the things that you have to keep in mind when you're using this particular style. You are showing and teaching empathy. You are understanding your child and even yourself. There are healthy boundaries set in place by the parent and there's respect. So these four components are found in this particular style. There are so many different parenting styles out there and I'm going to do my best to try and compare and contrast gentle parenting with at least the four most common ones that I have found. I think the one that holds the most similarities with gentle parenting is the authoritative parenting style. This is the one that has the clear rules and expectations. They believe in discipline when necessary and are responsive to their children's needs and emotions. The difference here with this one is that gentle parenting uses empathy and emphasizes on it and understanding and the gentle parent parent usually doesn't punish or discipline so that's one of the biggest differences between authoritative and gentle parenting 
I like to combine both personally. My style is a little bit of both. Then there's the authoritarian parent. This parent is super strict, is always focused on obedience without question. They don't like pushback, which is actually the opposite of gentle parenting. So gentle parenting is about autonomy of the child, independence, self-expression, um, and it's encouraged. But the authoritarian parent is usually the because I said so type of parent. And then there's permissive parenting, which is very lenient parenting. There's hardly any rules or boundaries. The child is usually doing whatever they want, uh, which also does not go hand in hand with gentle parenting because even though gentle parents encourage their children to explore and develop individuality, but they also set clear boundaries and expectations. So that does not go hand in hand. And then there's the uninvolved parent. This is a parent that is neglectful, is ignoring the kid, kids' needs are unmet. And well, this one's just not good one. You're it's highly likely that you are not an uninvolved parent if you're listening to this episode or this podcast even. So yay, pat yourself on the back because you're not an uninvolved parent. <laughs> if you're any of the other three, um, then it's it's just important for you to maybe utilize some of the techniques if you don't fully buy into the gentle parenting because gentle parenting does allow and teach your kids how to express themselves, which is really important. You don't want them to be like robots. You There's lots of benefits to gentle parenting and this can help your child reduce anxiety. It definitely will improve your relationship with your kid because there's closeness because there's constant communication there's not a whole lot of anger because they feel like they, they are heard and this increases their self-worth and it's a positive skill to be um, communicative and of course you can help them increase their emotional vocabulary by giving them the language that you know in order for them to know so even if you are a limited language person, you can always read or enhance your vocabulary to help your kid enhance theirs. Sometimes I have parents tell me, well, this is, sounds like so much work. This is just so time consuming. Who has time to be having a conversation with your kid? And that's true. I've been there. Sometimes I don't have time to sit and explain and hear everything my little toddler has to say because she has a lot to say and she's just learning how to speak. So I get it. It can be time consuming. Being an active and present parent will take time. And this is something that is important for parents to prioritize their responsibilities and have to just be persistent and consistent in their child's life. And if we really think about it, the time that we have with our kids is so limited before they start listening to outside sources or to other people, specifically when they reach the age between 10 and 13, they're no longer, they're in like what I like to call the sandwich years. (laughs) They're not kids anymore, but they're also not teenagers. They're preteens. Hormones are raging. That's where you'll see puberty. It's a hard time for for preteens to be. And that's the probably the, the hardest part as a parent is to be present during those times where you really can't stand your kid. But that is the most crucial time. So this parenting style is really time consuming, but important. Set the time for your kids. Your kids are valuable. Your kids matter. You decided to bring them here for a reason and make it count. Um, setting boundaries is hard and sometimes as adults we struggle with that so if that is you you have a hard time setting boundaries there's a great book by Dr. Henry Cloud that I love and Townshead I think is the other author that I love to recommend called boundaries 
read it, um, go to therapy, talk to a professional, they can help you set boundaries and break generational patterns. You know, sometimes I also come across parents who say, well, I was hit with a belt and look how I turned out. And yeah, you might have had, you know, a good outcome, but you were traumatized whether you like to believe it or not. I can tell when my kid is scared of me and I I grew up in that type of culture and I was genuinely scared of my mom. (laughs) So yes, you can, you can produce fear and your kid will not come to you um, when they need help. They won't come to you if they don't feel safe. They'd rather go to strangers or friends and that's how you get in trouble. So you need to practice patience. You need to decide to be a present and involved parent in your children's lives. And it's likely that you are, which is why you're listening to this episode anyway. So um, hopefully this was helpful. And I want to end with these tips to practice gentle parenting. So parent, stay calm, be consistent. That's really important. Consistency is so essential in creating any new type of behavior. Setting boundaries and expectations, be clear about consequences rather than punishments. So if your kid does A, then B will happen and that's how it is and then you have to stay firm. And working together with your kid to bring a better, healthier human being is going to produce beautiful results. It only takes that one parent to decide to do things differently for a healthy adult to come into play. Life is hard as it is. People out there, it's hard. It's a hard life to to be alive. It sounds a little melodramatic, but it's true. So giving your kid and equipping them with tools like empathy, understanding, com- conversational skills, communication skills in order to to speak and giving them a voice, it is it is also less likely for them to get abused or to be taken advantage of because they will know that their voice matters. They will know that they matter in general and that you're willing to hear them out. Creating a, a space where you're not your child's friend. Listen to that episode where I say you're not your child's friend. It's really important. Don't get confused. But you are showing your kid how to be a friend and still respect empathy, understanding, and having just a peaceful relationship with your kid is really important. So today we talked about what is gentle parenting, the key elements of gentle parenting, which are empathy, understanding, healthy boundaries, and respect, the benefits of gentle parenting, that's less anxiety for the kids, there's a better bond between you and your kid, less anger, more um, communication skills, social skills, and increased emotional vocabulary, and then tips to be a gentle parent, stay calm, be consistent, set boundaries and expectations, and work with your children. I hope this was a helpful mini course, <laughs> let's just say that, um, about gentle parenting. There's not much science to it. To it, I mean, this is what it is. Uh, you could read all the articles online. You can look at different therapists, different counselors, psychologists that all promote gentle parenting. You'll find similar information because, like I said, it's pretty easy. It's hard in the sense that you have to work on you as an adult to have regulation of self. But ultimately, you are going to provide your kid with safety, respect, and empathy, which is really, really awesome to have a little kid feel that way. 
If this was helpful for you, please like, share, and subscribe to this podcast. I value you. I think you are amazing. Way to go, parent. You are doing a great job. There's always room for improvement. And if you're always learning new ways to love and care for your kid, that makes you awesome. Thanks for listening. Until our next cup of coffee, let your mind be filled with courage. Thank you.